Do you know what your partner's up to when you're away and they're all alone? No, what? They're listening to the Screw Podcast, of course. What's that? Mm, sit back, relax, and listen. You're all gasmatics. You're all gasmatics. Sneaking in the back door with dirty magazines. So your mother wants to know what all the stains on the jeans. And you're all gasmatics. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of The Screw with Felicia Rose and her trusty, rusty sidekick. <laughs> trusty, rusty, hey love! <laughs> trusty and rusty, rusty trombone. I like to try to make you react before you even say your name. You it's know? good, I like it. It feels good. It feels, it feels right. Welcome. So if you noticed, we are back with a kind of new format same gist, but we're going to give ourselves a week in between topics going forward. Ooh. It gives our listeners time to digest and listen. It also, for the for the bingers out there, and uh, it also gives us time to actually do the work in between that we need. So we found that that's going to be the best format for us. So it's going to be four weeks on, one week off going forward. And each of those clumps of four weeks will be a specific topic that we dive into. Yeah, since that's what we kind of average anyways, it kind of makes sense to retrofit it. To... <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, this is, first of all, this doesn't pay any bills. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> it pays in thrills, um, though. It pays in thrills. Not a zero fucking bill has ever been paid with the screw. Um, so hmm. at the end of the day, we do it, have it stuff has going on. It has helped me get laid in the past, though. I will say that. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that. Not I, said the cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Why was it the cat? Never. No, yeah, the cat, the dog, no one. Not I said the whatever you want so, to call me. From from what I'm hearing, this like topic is going to be really pertinent to 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 us. <laughs> clearly, we... yeah. So let's get into it. So this week we're starting off with a new topic again, and the topic is queer health. That was an exciting answer. Oh. Queer health. Oh, queer health. <laughs> Wait. Well, not just queer health. Hold on, queer health education. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it, so this week's <laughs> this month's topic is not queer health; it's queer health education. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, queer health is a huge umbrella. So, what we wanted to do is start with the basics, which is where does one learn about queer health? Mm, that is there a place for that? Does it exist? And you said that's pertinent earlier. This topic's pertinent, and the reason is because you and I used to. Before this podcast, we had a vlog. Oh, this is all. Fuck. This is how this started. Like we just wanted to teach people about sex, right. queer specifically, like not queer. Yeah, because like, like, what do we mean like, by queer like, sex? Whoa, shit! Whoa. <laughs> 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 that sounds great. Aaron just swung his microphone from point A to point Z, and it was just a right, beautiful right. thing to and, watch. And that- I can't That's kind of queer sex right there. I've swung my swung my microphone many times from point A to point B, and maybe I didn't wash it in between. Who knows? Um, but like the reality being, when we're talking about queer health, what do we mean? Well, you know, let's just keep it basic: non-normative sex and sexuality. In normative sexuality, it's the status quo. It's heteronormative. It's missionary. It's very base things. Like you can be having right. all sorts of you know, queer sex and not even know it, you know? 
Well, right. I mean, I think if we look at the, the beginning of understanding this, and we look at the education system in general, I might be wrong. And this is why we have these episodes fleshed out the way that they are. But I'm pretty sure there's not many places that teach about queer sex, sexuality and health. Right. right. In history. Right. Like, does anybody have a high school that taught you about having sex with a man if you were a man? Or analingus for that matter. Or having penetrative sex with a man if you are a woman. Oh, shit. Like Pat, Pat Khalifa. Was that her name? The, yeah. the, the lesbian dominatrix who liked to like fist and penetrate queer men and the queer men. That yeah, she sure. loved that shit. She uh, fucking loved amazing. it. Amazing. So exactly that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly that. So it, there, there is no conversation that I know of where a, a group of, te- uh, not teachers, a group of parents sign off on their kid learning about how to peg a man. Right. <laughs> or That would be awesome. Strap on or cock, it doesn't matter. But like, I don't think that that, that exists out right. there. Right. And unless you're willing to talk to your children about that directly and talk about how you Exactly. That's that. what I was about to segue into is where do they actually learn this information? Is it by watching movies that maybe joke about it and then they, they go Google. I mean, I guess Google is probably this day and age. Most children have the ability to look at things online and Google or ask a friend to Google. Sure. Like I used to have to look up in the encyclopedia, what like chlamydia meant. Cause I heard it in conversation with like older friends or something, you know, like we literally had to, open an encyclopedia to learn where right. so it's a great question how do you go in lieu or absence of any formally educational or structurally educational where do we learn all the ins and outs of queer you know how do you learn like even if it's okay am i gonna break something if i'm queer like will my my tongue fall off if i stick it in another girl like you want to like figure these things out right so Google and all the internet things, and this is what I hear oftentimes is like, do we really need this? Do we need to talk about this? Do do people need to learn about this? Yes, because when you Google right. queer or health or sex on the internet, you get volumes of information. And first of all, how do you even know what question to ask? If we have no foundation for understanding this stuff, your Google search is useless. Because if you put in gay, you're going to get everything from the John Phelps fucking Baptist, West Baptist church bullshit to some long academic right. article to some legislation. You know, how do you sort through that? Right. It's not like you go to Google and it asks you before you search, tell us about <laughs> yourself. Right. Are you a 16 year old queer kid in school that doesn't know where to turn for information? I'll give you the right hits. Right. You know? Or so, an 85 exactly. year old who like maybe doesn't know how to navigate the Google search. Maybe you've just come to the conclusion right. that like after all these years of attraction, all of a sudden you see, you know, your pool uh, man out there cleaning and you got a little like, woo, yidey, hidey, ho down there. And you have some questions now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. You got Heidi Heidi though. <laughs> God forbid the 85-year-old man doesn't get the word boner. <laughs> like with Well, I mean they might, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a little shake in the Maybe it's just a tangle tangle. <laughs> exactly a tangle tangle. That's the word I was 
also we're assuming he even has a penis oh, you know like there's there's so much assumption just in that and look at that that's something that we didn't learn in school right we didn't learn language around things beyond right. man and woman right. you know just things like and let's be real about a bunch of people probably didn't learn that either because i don't know about you True. but in school i still had to get the sex ed permission flip sign for the very yeah. abbreviated, non-explicit, non-helpful, biological conversation about sex. Right. Wait, did you have, oh, you? I think your generation may have missed it. So we had this fun new thing called the scare tactic, right? Ooh. It was right around the time where all of the like dare and, uh, you yeah. know, stranger danger combined with uh satanic panic Ooh. and is that like manic manic you know, panic but like in yeah TV, right? yeah and the aids crisis and you know all of this stuff they they had to do the scare tactic shit with us so i got the lovely visual pleasure of watching a woman give birth Ooh. when i was in eighth grade i'm sorry but <laughs> There is absolutely no reason why you have to literally scare the shit and disgust. I'm sorry. I, there was absolutely no reason I needed to fucking walk. Right. So how how old were you? I was young for my grade. So I was probably 11 or 12, you know, like I was. And you watched a pussy explode with a baby right yeah. in front of you. And it was also um, oh, wow. the, the pussy was not my favorite pussy to look at. It was just a lot of things that like. <laughs> They didn't, they didn't pick yeah, a good it gives you like this weird, like uh, this weird, I don't know. And I understood like, listen, we had a child daycare on site. Okay. It, our, our personal school had a high number of, of kids having kids. And I understand that that mm -hmm. is something they want to prevent, but like, why don't you do the right thing, which is instead bring out the condoms and show us on a dildo, not a fucking banana, and have every single kid uh. have a dildo at their station, and you have to put the condom on the dildo, but also you show us the dental dams. You show us about wearing gloves if you're doing something risky with your hands or fingers. You show us the actual practicality of not just a condom on a banana where everybody's awkwardly laughing while they watch the teacher struggle because they put it on upside down. You know, it's like, and, and and how about the next level stuff? Why don't you show me how to put a cock ring on without catching one of my balls in it? Like, sure. you know, if, if we're talking I mean, full I don't think health, that, there were, that they would ever necessarily teach the actual pleasure side, which is the problem. Right. That's the problem. Pleasure exactly. is the, po the point of, if you're trying to teach kids, like, please don't procreate, the best thing to do would be teaching kids about, hey, this actually feels really cool. You can, you don't have to actually right. fucking pump and dump somebody. Why don't you try jerking them off right. with your fucking hand and some spit? I don't fucking know. And of course, that's like a weird. And, and how can you please somebody else when you can't please yourself? We think of teaching kids that and we're like, that's like X rated. But it's like, but in the educational system, why am I allowed to watch a pussy rip apart and a fucking nasty baby come out of it instead of something that's more of a practical fucking, it's not going to shock me. I'm sorry. We had the fucking crunched up car in the front of our school during prom season. Uh -huh. And guess what? One of our top students, like top 25 in our fucking class, wrapped himself around a pole 
one street away and he fucking died. <clears throat> one kid was paralyzed. Right. You know what I mean? Like it didn't work. So let's Very be clear. It's works. been proven. Yeah, it's been proven that that kind of messaging actually right does abstinence not help. only doesn't work. If it, so, I think the problem is people are so like, well, if we teach kids about queer sex, maybe they'll end up queer. No, honey, they were there already. They are queer. They're not going anywhere. Teach them about how to have safe sex. There's, you know, I'm not saying you need to out the kids and split up the classrooms. Why can't fucking straight kids learn about queer sex and queer kids learn about well, straight and, and sex that, and all of the shit in between it's just not fair that like there's this expectation that well all the straight kids get to learn at least the basics about their shit in their bodies but the queer kids have to go off and right. figure out it out on their own which doesn't always mean in a healthy way sometimes they get those clues and cues from porn for example we all know the representation right. in porn isn't exactly tip-top shape you know if you're a lesbian 16 year old and you're looking up porn you're not exactly going to see yourself represented across the board in ways that make fucking sense you know what i'm saying like right where's the actual education in this you know this is an important intersection with the conversation about if these systems and organizations are only teaching to certain things and that we know that all of these other things exist that we refuse to like talk about or educate about, it's because you're trying to get society to look a certain way. Let's be real. Trans identity and queer identity and all of these kind of like things underneath that umbrella have always existed. They're there in history always again and again. Nobody is grooming your fucking kids. People are there and more people are coming out with these identities because they're sick of either hiding from these identities or they're sick of conforming to the identities that you're prescribing mm -hmm. for because they do not connect to those identities. So there's only so long we can play to the idea of, you know, just teaching. It's, it's like the whole idea of teaching, right? They've been telling people for years that if you teach one way, you're leaving all sorts of people behind because there's many ways to teach and there's many ways to learn, right? And so you can ignore it, but somebody is going to be left behind. Some sort of level of harm or, or unfortunate development is going to happen by being kept from information about your own body. Right. And this is like incredibly important when we think about what power works. What, what kinds of things is power really interested in? Well, it's interested in keeping certain information from you so it can control you. If you learn how to safely be and identify as queer... <laughs> then they can't convince you that you should be identifying that the way that they want you. Well, and, and another right? part of that, which is absolutely power related, is that if we don't equip everybody with the, the right information, it leaves them vulnerable. And vulnerability is whose favorite thing in the world? A predator's. And there are predators yeah. that go after your vulnerable gay children or queer children or trans children or confused children or questioning children or fucking asexual children. They go after them because they don't have the full tools, the knowledge, the the verbiage, the the education behind their sexuality or navigating it. And oftentimes they fall in predators' hands. For example, young there's this there's this huge conversation around young gay boys you know, being okay, quote unquote, with a 50 year old gay man, because they're teaching them the basics. 
there's nobody else to teach them the basics. So a 50 year old right. predator sees a 15 year old confused queer boy and says, I'm going to prey on you. And we're going to make it look like it's just something that happens in the gay community as a rite of passage. Honey, that's not a rite of passage. That's predator prey shit. I don't care how many fucking kinky literatica fucking books you read about it, but <laughs> in a positive manner, it's still going to have ramifications on that young brain. People start right. developing right. at 25, their brain, I mean. And until that time, they are vulnerable. Do I think it's different for a 24-year-old to be going after a 40-year-old? Fine, yeah, we can have that conversation. But a 16-year-old is very extra delicate and vulnerable. They have less life experience, less life lessons. I know I'm, I'm looking at like the sexuality part specifically, but if you look at that, it opens it up to predators so much. And it be it just you're just feeding right. your children so to the lions, if you will. The broader point in this really is about being able to talk to and teach children about the idea of power and consent and relationships and not actually leaving them so vulnerable because we avoid an understanding of their own bodies. We avoid an understanding of their own definitions, of their own boundaries. If we're not talking about it and not learning about it, then, then we have left that vulnerability. And, and trust me, those vulnerabilities do end up carrying into adulthood as well. When you're not able to see yourself as somebody worthy of, you know, and we always talk about this on, on these things, like pleasure and happiness and, and things that ground you in a healthy perception and identification of yourself, that like you see yourself in the mirror, you, you wake up and you sit with yourself in the morning and you say, well, you don't even have to say it anymore. You just feel good because it feels good to be in your own skin and you trust that skin and you trust that you're in a safe spot and going to be able to make decisions that advocate for yourself and your needs. If we're not teaching these things, and let's be frank, the heteronormative population is not getting them in very healthy, good quantities no. either. <laughs> not no, and, and I'm not saying that like only the queer community is open to becoming, you know, victims and survivors of these situations. But I'm not right. saying that at all. Yeah, no, there no, is no. a lack of education across the board. And and I will say teenagers love a fucking thrill, right? So like I understand that there's still gonna be these dynamics where it doesn't feel like it's super predatory, but if you step back and look at the definitions of a febophilia and hebophilia, they are predatory, right? P these kids are not old enough to make decisions, but they don't know that. So to them, it all's well and good. But when, you know, when you, when you look at the bigger picture, you know, are we doing any service to any of uh, the kids out there by giving them a lack of, you know, not just sex education, but health overall? Mental well, right, because why are they in those positions? You know? They're in the positions and they don't know that knowledge at the age because instead we throw them to the wolves in their lives and say, you're going to learn that with life experience rather than it being perfectly accessible information. Not that you just tell them in a luxury manner, that you actually seek to acculturate them to in their upbringing at different age-appropriate stages of their life and yes, through the fucking education system, get off your fucking Christian piss holes about fucking teaching about sex and health in schools. 
sex and health keep the fucking species moving, okay? And if we don't know about these things, we will die out. <laughs> this is a life and death scenario. You hope in this quote unquote pursuit of happiness that everybody subscribes to so much in their nationalism that a queer folk or a heterosexual folk could be able to find themselves in a position that they feel hey, I enjoyed my life for a hot fucking second. I understood what pleasure was. I understood what it was to be able to keep somebody from hurting me or influencing me in ways that weren't healthy for me. You know, and I think that is what happens when we don't have anything that has this conversation. We right. don't have formal ways of of learning about our own selves, our own damn selves. Think of what a fucking conspiracy that actually is when this is stuff this is no knowledge this is this is actively things that people some people know how to do to improve or make their lives better or give them more information and we really literally have things set up to prevent us from accessing do you know what our queer education was in my school and i would consider my my high school was quite after that whole middle school debacle the high school was a little bit more, I mean, it was probably teacher dependent, I won't lie, but the teacher was very like, I would say more on the progressive side, right? Like tried within the mm -hmm. curriculum that they were given, tried their hardest to make sure that they weren't, you know, excluding people from the conversation, sure. You know what the curriculum told us to watch for our queer education? Philadelphia. Ouch! Oh my God. That's why me and all of the lesbians I dated out of high school that were not out of the closet, none of us came out. You know, it was very like, and I'm not saying that you couldn't, you probably could, but none of us did. It wasn't even a, a conversation. Like most of us, people just guessed, you know, who's like, yeah, she's queer, you know. I, I would still Sorry. remember I didn't really technically come out. I knew I was bi, but I didn't come out until I think I was, 18 you know that was that was, that yeah. was a year into college for sake you know <laughs> right and so what does it mean though you know in this whole conversation and i think what we're doing here is very much talking out loud about like where people seek or where we have sure. sought these, some of these things and like you know i i will definitely be it will be a question going forward like what are some of the main resources that people use i mean you know, in the day, maybe if you lived in an urban area, something about like a center type place or LGBT youth group or or even fucking Planned Parenthood, you know, through the grapevine, you heard, oh, they have some literature yeah. about the kind of stuff that I that I do, you know, because I in school, similarly, I remember some line about homosexuality being and it, it was like somewhat very sciencey the way that they were describing it you know but it was very bland and it certainly had it made it sound more like it was like a it might have said like a variance in human sexuality and you're like, wow <laughs> a variance <laughs> um Oh, what does that mean? We're fucking divergent. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I am not, I mean, not unlike some other people chose to like radicalize the notion like, fuck you. I don't want to be like everybody else. I'll come out young and I'll come out hard. But like, even that, we are all still dealing with a 
whether or not we're doing it, we're being otherized and differentiated from the society as whole. And we can dress that up in overconfidence and cockiness and like radical antisocial behavior. But on some levels, our our psyche has to take that difference in as like a second class citizen kind of definition right. sometimes. And I think all these things do connect. Like you already have that as a starting ground. You are thinking and feeling something that you're being told is different from what everybody else in general is thinking and feeling, right? That it's like finding a needle in a haystack to find somebody else like you. And that 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 definition is going to be challenging. And I worry about your safety. And you think of all of like, you know, even through your life course and people you've shared that information that are like, I'm okay. I'm just, I worry. Well, bitch, your worrying is what's making me feel even fucking more weird and awkward and different. Right. You know, I know it's all good intention, but again, it's, it speaks to that otherization. And if you don't see yourself represented somewhere and fuck that even talked about or talked about in hushes and whispers right. and like concerns about political correctness, you know, going the whole other level of the route where like now everybody wants to say and do the right thing. Well, that can make you feel pretty fucking otherized too. If people are constantly like, oh, I just want to make sure I get it right. Is that your label? Your identity? Right. Bitch, my identity is Aaron. My label is Aaron. Right. If you're so concerned about what I do with my private parts, like let's talk and have a drink and I'll we'll put on some music and like, we'll see where it goes. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I, while you were talking, something that sprang to mind is what did we even learn for education because the sex ed was actually health class like that was what it was called health class right. and that was where sex education right. came into play sometimes you learn a little bit in your right. science course right like bi the biology stuff but actual sex ed was within your health class and so right the other piece that i don't remember ever really learning about is like you know existing in a body that society says isn't the right basically any kind of like body that's different than like society considers like the perfect figure and what it looks like to exist if you're disabled there's all these different classes that just health classes that we took that just didn't even touch upon that kind of stuff it was just like sure. taught to you like you are you know white cis probably right. of privilege you have access to to a doctor for example the assumption of that there were kids i went right. to school with that were homeless you know, and I right, like, right, there right, were right. so many assumptions with what you were taught that it wasn't even sometimes like sometimes just the basics weren't taught. And I recently saw like this class where I don't know what kind of class it was, but the teacher was teaching these little boys with like balloons on the back of her seat, like like mimicking a butt. She was teaching uh -huh. these little boys how to wipe their butt with like a piece of toilet paper properly. And all the like a bunch of the comments below were just like, this is amazing. You'd be surprised how many kids aren't taught these things at home. Uh -huh. Just like the yeah. assumption that you have parents. There's all of these different assumptions right. with this educational system when it comes to health, at least from what I remember. So a big piece of this is we don't actually know how it's being taught nowadays, but my guess is it's probably in most places either the same or worse and you know we need to we're we're gonna figure that out like what does the health education system look like right now for teenagers for young adults for you right. know preteens like what what are they actually being taught is it just like uh, if you're fat you're a bad person kind of thing because i sure remember right. that there was no room for being 
quote unquote obese, right? It was just that you just, you can't be. It's like, well, half of us fucking are already. So what the fuck? Address it. And don't address me personally, but you know what I'm saying? Like address that everybody's fucking valid in their bodies because there's a whole slew of reasons they could be that size. All these different things that if you had great parents, you were taught at home. If you had parents, you were taught at home. Maybe if your parents could talk to you, but how many parents are queer and talking to their kids about queer health? Right. Well, and, and, and the question remains too, is like, my guess is that we're going to come to discover that for the most part, the conversation is still very mired in the politicization of these topics to begin with, that we're sure. not fundamentally getting any of this information in a public health and education manner, that most of it is mired in, you know, local communities having to take it upon themselves to influence these things. So meaning that I think you're going to see in more progressive neighborhoods or more well-funded school systems or whatever, because remember the politics of fucking rich people playing out in the media and elections, they generally only affect the poor um, because they're getting that information to their children on some level and they're making sure that the things that they will use as a dividing topic to get elected or to fuck a worker they're not going to do to their own children right so you know a lot of how this set up i think it's going to be very localized you're going to notice in liberal areas that there are some more conversations about how to talk about things like obesity and mental illness in a more respectful and 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 actually educational way rather than i mean i grew up there was no psychology class in my high schools. Psychology no. was considered a like fucking controversial topic. And like that, you know, real hard workers don't need psychology. That right. psychology is for people who have real fucking problems, not like the whole right. fucking world. Right. You know, and now and over the years, I'm like, oh, you took I, I, I went to a college class and like half of these students had taken psychology in high school and this was like where you discover it is and where they went to school you say well where the fuck did you go to school oh northampton or wherever right oh okay right i i get it now right And, and but that's important because the populations of this country sorry fucking rednecks are still in cities the majority of us still exist in large urban centers so if your politics is fucking up the population it's affecting where the actual population is and I'm interested in what major school systems in Chicago and New York, like, what are they learning? Sure. If you're in a city that prides itself off of making billions of dollars off of queer creative energy, and you're not teaching about queer health and queer history in your school system, there's a fucking problem. Why does Scotland have to do it for you? Like, right. Scotland is over there talking about the Stonewall Rebellion. And, and are they even talking about that in the New York? public school system? I don't fucking know. Or do you have to go to a magnet school or a special school or a Harvey Milk school to learn anything about being queer? So I think that that will be interesting information for us to ferret out in this this discussion. Yeah, I mean, I hope we are shown different, but I know that there's going to be plenty of places that will probably shock us with well, I mean, the most shocking is just no education of health at all. And I'm sure there's there's plenty of religious schools or whatever out there that are barely teaching kids how to like wash their ass you know just like yeah which is that's like step one in health is right, like being right. able to do the basics like 
properly wash your ass and properly right. wipe. But then again, there's that assumption that kids have access to a shower on a regular basis. Sure. You know, there's so many sure. different things that are not taught. Like if you don't have access to a shower, here's where to go for baby wipes. Here's how to use them right. as a supplementary right. thing. You know, here's or you know, yeah. here's a resource center to get some soap, or maybe the school should be giving that out anyways. You know, shit like that. Like sure. that would be a beautiful thing for us to actually have some some you know yeah unfortunately i don't you know i don't think most of civil society wants us to end up ignorant to our own bodies and our own identities but i i will say that i will be interested and in for those places and regionalities that do do something what do they do and how is it shaping like their their kids you know we i mean we we know we have to know somebody from more progressive school districts or or even even if it is a private or a magnet school like what is being done to help queer kids feel less otherized by the information that's being provided by the ideas about sexuality and gender and all of these things and body health you know what what are we saying? Because there's nothing motivational about shaming kids because they're fat. You know, there's, exactly. there's nothing that is going to make a queer kid feel good about, you know, being told, well, sometimes there's this weird small population of people that have sex with people other than like what most of your chapter is about. There's many ways to talk about sexual health without having to be gender and partner specific. So what we need is to get people good understandings of their own body and their ability to define themselves however the fuck they choose. Absolutely. That's all you need to teach. So I'll be very curious to see what we find um, on our um, deeper... Wait, what, what's the next thing? Oh, yeah, we find out where, where we like talked out of our ass, right? <laughs> where we're talking out of our ass. <laughs> I do like to find out where I'm talking out of my ass. So I think what we will do is get you some actual information and maybe even a little bit of statistics about is there anywhere that's doing this in the US at the very least. We right. do know that there's the random odd place outside of here. But for right now, let's talk about queer health. And like, we do have NYC in our podcast. Let's find out what the fuck New York City you're doing to treat your fucking queer kids well. I'm just going to say this. One of my assumptions is the following. Based on the knowledge that an entire group, uh, I should say an entire percentage of this country needed to learn how to properly wash their hands during a fucking pandemic, my assumption is that there is going to be a lot of gaps in knowledge, even just on the basics. Uh, there is a huge portion of misinformation that's kind of being brought to light and I am excited to see it because it's very nice to see people like debunk it and be like no 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 and it's it's mostly on like the TikTok and Instagram reels world but it's it's a lot of education surrounding things that you know where where schools fall off and I'm seeing a lot more you know sex educators and health educators go on to like places like TikTok and kind of provide a platform to just, you know, in very layman's term or whatever the fuck you would want to call it, they just explain things and they explain why people right. are wrong. They, you know, and then there's also a lot of people on TikTok that maybe not, maybe aren't actually in the line of work, but they have, you know, experience with different things and they explain things like properly cleaning your butt and, you know, stuff sure. like that where. Yeah, I, I actually think that's a good idea. I think in lieu of also knowing what we think we're going to gas is find very little comprehensive information around this, at least in the structural systems of which 
the most of us learn that there is probably you know some really good information out there and how do you get it out to people right. i mean you know the thing is is we do all know that we have to be a little fucking rebel dissenters in terms of like like demystifying information correcting people and their weird fucking assumptions mm -hmm. um and 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 just you know like kind of combating all that QAnon kind of fucking crap that's out in the world so one can actually get to the real meats and and bones of how how to actually be more educated like you know i mean i learned some good information over the years and i've learned some fucking bad information over same <laughs> you yeah. know like and it takes a hot minute and sometimes that bad information means like oh you know how many fucking people told you about the fucking pull out method over the years oh you right. need a condom just pull out and like you know just don't come too close to the the pussy she won't get pregnant like oh, we, they teach bitch. that as what we call the rhythm method right the rhythm method so it's like checking on like the date on the calendar if you're ovulating you don't fuck right 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 yeah all that fucking bullshit yeah don't you know, get some fucking good information and know and like kind of learn to figure out how if your information is 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 good information you know yeah. who else is looking at this information and like honestly because we are all kind of little investigators in this world these days with all quote-unquote fake news and bullshit like that <laughs> you have to be able to disseminate hey is that person giving me that information like do they make sense do other people appreciate what they're saying have other people noticed that that information was helpful or useful or healthy or happy provoking right those are good fucking questions to ask about information other than like i'm sorry church you still ain't got like it figured out like if the answer to my fucking problems is pray and be happy in the afterlife nah that's not gonna work i'm not here to fucking not a not have fun not be a sinner and not be happy on this plane fuck you <laughs> no bueno no offense all offense to those of you that still believe in pie in the sky but anyways Next, <laughs> I, believe, I believe in cream pie in the sky. For the record, I believe in cream pie. Oh my gosh, we should start a tour the I believe in cream pie tour. Okay, and what are we gonna do on this tour? <laughs> We're gonna talk about important shit, you know. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You're so high. You're high in the sky, is what you are right now. I'm high in the sky for pie in the sky. <laughs> um, so so it sounds like we have a lot of questions regarding like how do kids get health education in general? Right. And then what does that like queer comprehensive education look like? If yeah. there is any, does it exist? Where do people go for it? And like also I'll say, as much as I know that it's not the answer for everything. Thank God for social media for stuff like this. Like that. Well, yes. and, and that and that does beg to question the like final part would be in my head. How much as other queer identifying older people do we feel responsible for helping younger people within the community access the information they need to not go through the same shit we had to go through? I mean, we're too rated R to get to like actually have some kind of like saying 
but no, but but the influence is we all have nieces, nephews, and all have like everyday interactions with people. So if we're talking about this stuff behind the scenes amongst each other, are we influencing other people that actually play a role in these things in in, in other people's lives? Yeah, I would say the circles with with which you know the people that we speak and you know who listens and also just people like family friends and things like that like i feel like we typically influence them to or at least encourage them to understand more than judge and to like learn more and be more open-minded i think that we take on that responsibility in every circle that we really get into Absolutely. And I'm going to make like an implication, even if you don't have children and you live in a locality or a neighborhood or a city and you don't want the fucking future citizens, because you'll most likely still be alive as they become adults, to be dickheads that are going to go and fucking take away your rights to be you. I heavily suggest you go to school board meetings, which you don't need to have fucking children to go to school board meetings and say, I think it's really important that children in the school system of which my property tax helps pay the fees for start learning something about different people and different ways of being in healthy society because we create a lot of stupid ignorant fucking kids in our society and we need to put a stop to it right i just watched a tiktok where a bunch of kids couldn't tell time and it's just like you know again i'm not gonna assume anybody even went to school right like i don't want to ever assume anything about uh, anything but when it's like right. six people in a row that are all in their yeah. like 20s that can't tell time on a clock like that's what the fuck are we doing you know there's a lot going on we're just literally we're not putting enough attention on students and children in general and it's really sad that we just like let it fucking fall by the wayside on all well, fucking levels <laughs> said the president who could barely speak that created the no child left behind program right um <laughs> I don't think we left them behind, George W. Um, so, <laughs> you know, that's what it's like to want a president that you feel like you could have a beer with. <laughs> hey, there you go. Do you want them setting education policy for your children? <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the fucking beer. Let's not elect them as president. Um, amen to that. Seriously. Amen to that. Amen to that. Um, well, yeah, I'm excited. So we're going to get you some real information and about what is and what isn't and uh, some actual, like, hopefully real resources and some people who fucking talk about this shit and do something about this shit. We're going to have some conversations with them. Yeah, it's exciting. I, I'm, you know, as somebody that originally sort of wanted to have a hand in the the molding of children's minds it is you know something that i'm at least you know somewhat interested to learn what what did i leave behind what kind of glorious fucking nonsense are they teaching children these days you know and and it's not just that right because like look we don't stop learning past childhood and there's plenty of adults out there that are still struggling with a happy perception of their identity and who they are in the world and that don't have that still don't have this information. Yeah. I still meet people who think uh, you catch chlamydia and you have chlamydia forever. And it's right. like, well, yeah, I'm untreated. Right. <laughs> but you never you, take an but... antibiotic for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And 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 I get that. Like right. you know, because that that information is not there. But 
you know, uh, eventually you want that information easily available to everyone. I'm feeling like I'm arguing, even if you become an adult and the system left you behind, what happens when you're an adult and how are you getting good information? Well, right. I still become your responsibility to pick up where like your, you know, teachers, right. right. I still meet people that think they can take prep like plan B. Like, no, that's, 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 that's not. Right. Exactly. That's, that's path. There you go. <laughs> right. So, and, and, and yes, when you search the internet, I promise you, you're not getting clear and correct information. You're just not because unless you know, like trusted organizations that right. like, give out good information, like, you know, you need to know what to look for and where to look for it. And we should at least be giving the kids that basic thing. We don't have to teach about it, but here's the National Institute of Health website. If you have a question, type in these search terms, period. I'm not telling you to fucking have an opinion about it, but how dare you keep that information from people? That's the saddest part is that like, again, what about the kids without the fucking internet? You know, like I, I of course, talking of about course. our kids are learning on TikTok and things like that. It's like, but fuck. There's so many kids that don't go home to a computer, that don't go home to Wi-Fi, that don't go home to access because their parents cut them off because they want to keep them fucking completely out of the know because they caught the kid wearing fucking high heels when he was three. So they're, you know, it's like there's so much of that right. that goes on. That's like the yeah. Know. At least let him search Instagram for better, better high heel choices because like if you don't have like access to choice, you could end up like wearing some fucking ugly ass heels. You know, I love you. Important. And if oh, yeah. anybody ever needs a queer sex educator for their child, Aaron will teach them all about everything. Absolutely. I got you. Uh, Not everything. <laughs> Up to a point. You know what I mean. This. <laughs> no, I do. Tune in next week and like learn some more shit. And like, I'm very excited about our roundtable because I feel like I loved our last roundtable and I feel like we should be blessed with like blessed i love that term everybody says that here this have a blessed day i'm like excuse me i didn't sneeze oh a blessed 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 day okay i'll have a blessed day how about that instead <laughs> i love you <laughs> so i guess tune in next week and learn some like concrete shit but like you know how we feel about it maybe in between now and then you'll tell us how you fucking feel about it well yeah and if you have like a teenager or somebody in like middle school feel free to let us know like if you kid like if you want to send us a copy of your kids like health class curriculum for the year that would be oh uh, yeah i love curriculums i love them i love exposing curriculums because you know what people sign things they they talk about these things, but they never actually read what their kids are learning in these schools. And like, you know, if you look at some of these basic fucking sex education programs, you're like, fuck, man, I can put them in front of a television and have somebody explain it better than this. This is mapped out really shittily. Right. That's the other thing. They may be teaching you your kids this shit, but are they teaching it in any way that they're actually learning or feeling informed or not shamed or any of those things that are possible. right half the time you're i mean these kids are next to their fucking friends everybody's goofing off or feels awkward about it so nobody's actually retaining right. anything half of the kids in the class are like don't get a boner don't get a boner the other half are like fucking giggling you know it's like is that i never anything? saw one fucking thing in health class that would have even began to give me a fucking boner like <laughs> 
which is yeah, really but you too know, bad. You know, like a, a like being a teenager, like you get you get shy and awkward and then verklempt about this shit like so fucking easy. They could be like the sperm reaches the egg and one kid's never heard of that before and he's like, ah! you know, it's just like that's a thing. Like, everybody's fucking, you know, it's like a no. weird age for for these kids and it's just like, well, is the right process of learning this in place, you know? Well said. Well said. Yeah. So stay tuned. We're going to learn. Check out all of our shows and programming. Fucking hit subscribe, follow, retweet us. And we got more shit coming on. We got shit coming out. We got all sorts of stuff going on. So check out all of our guesses, fucking pages. Uh, check out last week's, uh, or I guess because we did a week in between, the week before's uh, roundtable discussions with all those lovely folks we spoke to. And talk about us. Tell your friends. Shit like that. Yeah. Be queer. Do crime. Enjoy. Ah. Uh, amen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.